and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheelie. I'm a comedian walking a cycle path in southwest London. And it's really warm. There's quite a lot of grey cloud around, but there's bits of blue sky poking through. And it's actually sort of rather lovely. I've had a very, very kind of, I don't know, slumpy morning, I think is probably the best way to describe it. Um, I had a pint and a half of Guinness last night and uh, somehow sort of flattened me for this morning. Um, But now that I'm on the cycle path, walking around, stretching my legs, getting some blood moving around my body, I feel so much better. Thank you for walking with me and welcome to Walk the Pod. Just eaten a madeleine always makes me think of Proust, somebody I don't really know very much about, uh, but have read a book about. Um, Alain de Bouton wrote a book called How Proust Can Change Your Life, and as most of Alain de Bouton's books are, it's sort of um, sort of philosophical meanderings um, about Marcel Proust's book In Search of Lost Time, which he wrote over the course of something like 10 months, all of which he spent in his bed, I think, uh, from what I can remember. From what I can recall, which is uh, possibly not super accurate, um, but it just reminded me that I got a message from my dad um, about something I was saying the other day. My dad often contacts me to sort of provide little nudges and <laughs> slight corrections, like, for example, the fact that yesterday I said it was in my fourth decade, and he said yes. It will feel like you're in your fourth decade, but you're actually in your fifth decade. Thanks, Dad. Um, but it's actually a very good point. He was a maths teacher. He knows about how numbers work. So uh, I, I stand corrected. I'm in my fifth decade. And to anybody shouting at their MP3 players uh, yesterday, you're absolutely correct. I was wrong, as I am about so many things. Anyway, another thing that he um, he contacted me about the other day, something I was talking about, I was talking about how it was really good to, to sort of pay attention and look at a bee. And he said, um, at the risk of stating the obvious, looking is not the same as seeing. And I suspect that staying in the present and watching a bumblebee is therefore more challenging than we might suppose. The brain, for example, sends 10 times as much information to the eye as it gets back from it. Seeing is a constructive process, as the Impressionist and post-Impressionist painters, Cezanne in particular, tried to show apparently raw visual sensory data is unintelligible i mean that makes complete sense actually yeah so this explains why we have so many biases and cognitive errors all the time if everything is sort of constructed i wonder whether the eye is special though like does the brain send 10 times as much information to the eye but actually receives information from the ear or do we constructively hear things as well interesting interesting question how am I able to understand somebody in real time Uh, and am I in fact understanding them in real time or is it just that my brain is clever enough to sort of obfuscate the the uh, the time that it takes to translate what people are saying anyway I don't know if this is making any kind of sense but I'm just wandering around on the on the cycle path today. 
as uh, some kind of enormously heavy piece of machinery is uh, trundling around the tennis court. I discovered something very interesting about tennis courts the other day, <laughs> which is that they often, um, public tennis courts are often uh, laid on a north-south kind of uh, line in order to in order to make sure that when you're playing tennis you are not blinded by the sun when it is low in the sky if that makes sense if they laid tennis courts on a west-east line then you would get certain times of day where the sun was in your eyes and you couldn't actually see what you were see what you were doing I feel it's going to be very very noisy just as I walk past this I think it's um I think it's a chainsaw. I think that's what I can hear. In fact, I think maybe what they're doing is they're kind of cutting the trees ready for autumn. I think there's a man up a tree in this. I think there's a man up this tree with a chainsaw. Yeah, there is, I can see him. There's a man right up the top of this tree with a chainsaw. Absolutely monumentally dangerous work. He's got air defenders on, he's got an orange helmet. And he's got a massive chainsaw. So that's what's going on on the bike track today. There's always something going on on the bike track. It's amazing, isn't it? I've walked this bike track like nearly 250 times now. And the amount of stuff that happens, it's like it's its own world. It's a little microcosm of uh, semi-urban gorgeousness. It's like a very small, very thin park. A cycle path. So, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to knock about on this cycle path and observe the things that are happening as I walk past two separate cheese and onion crisp packets. Two potties. And there's a few kids playing football in the Wimbledon Chase Primary School field what else can I see directly in front of me people walking along arm in arm in sunglasses but also cardigans sort of forest shrapnel all over the floor of um browning oak leaves twigs and the pull off of somebody's zip uh, which is discarded on the ground here just met my downstairs neighbor change of change of neighbor recently and we were chatting about the fact that she's about to get a puppy delivered and i was telling her how i do borrow my doggy and she said she used to do Borrow My Doggy too, as a kind of practice before she got her, got her pup that she's having delivered at the weekend. So that was a pretty exciting conversation. So I think what I've arranged to do is to come and borrow her dog when it's a bit older, when I've moved a quarter of a mile along the road. So um, that's pretty exciting. I think, I've, I think I've lined up a new dog to borrow because the dog I borrowed the other day is moving away. And that makes me sad. 
have actually arranged to borrow that dog again on Saturday morning with the kids. So I think that's going to be very exciting for them and me. Uh, but I am sad that that dog is uh, not going to be with us very much longer because he's moving somewhere. So maybe this new pup could be my new friend. Somebody painting a fence over there. It's all going on today. Wow, so much going on today on the bike path. Cannot even tell you. So, so much activity. Haven't had any correspondence in so far about how to get past the first date, which I'm translating as how to be fascinating. Um, if you have any thoughts on how to be fascinating, please, please get in touch. And you guys, you know, you, you really should be getting in touch because you're some of the most fascinating people I've ever met. Go to rachelwheelyisfunny.com and leave me 59 seconds to be a beautiful voice. As I get to the other end of the bike track, I see that actually many of the trees around here have in fact been massively um, given an enormous haircut today. So it seems that that work is going to go on probably for a few more days yet, I would have thought. There's a wooden fence going up around the house here, which was not there before, and somebody is busily painting it black, which, if I was still doing the music version of the podcast, I would, of course, immediately put the Rolling Stones on, uh, because that would be... That's very much how the music policy worked when I used to put music in this show. Uh, with apologies to anyone who'll be like, come on, Rach, you can put that on then right now. But no, I'm not going to do that. You can go and look up Paint It Black on Spotify yourself and you can listen to it at your leisure. Now, I'm very excited that the new Walk the Pod artwork is complete. If you look at uh, your podcast app, you'll see that we have beautiful uh, new logo with trainers and an orange background and walk the pod very very excited about that and I also have a new banner for my newsletter and I'll be sending out a new newsletter reasonably soon I think I'm going to talk about friendship it's two different axes of friendship that I've been thinking about recently one is one is the axis of stability you have certain friends who are stable certain friends who are less stable and the conversation we had a few weeks ago around Heather Havrileski's thing about you know have some very stable reliable friends and they will support you so that you can pursue your penchant for uh, wickedly smart media types who drag around enormous amounts of emotional baggage with them so there's the axis of stability which I think is basically that and then there's also the axis of um, activity maybe which is like how busy are these friends like I really like just texting someone and going hey short notice but are you free for a glass of wine tonight that sort of thing I really like doing that and I expect everybody to be available to do that with me and of course they're not because people have lives and kids and partners and knitting that they want to do craft sport musical instruments you know all the things people have I can't just expect people to be available on my you know on my whim to be available to socialise with me. Obviously, there are some people that I have to organise to see. And 
And my therapist has, has sort of made it really clear to me recently that if I want to see the people who have loads of stuff going on, I'm going to have to get my act together and book them in advance and actually do some planning. Because otherwise, I don't ever get to see those people. I only get to see the ones who can spontaneously drop everything and come for a glass of wine. And obviously, I want to see those people as well. Which is a very good point. You know, my therapist is often pointing out things to me where I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's massively obvious. Um, so I might write a news- newsletter about friendship uh, quite soon. So if those are the things I'm thinking of putting in it so far, if you have insights in your own life about um, friendship and what it means to you, please get in touch. I would love to, I would love to have your input into this newsletter because, let's face it, uh, one perspective from one person is not as good as um, the perspectives of multiple people. So you can email rach at rachelwheelie.com on the subject of friendship, put in the subject line friendship and fill that email with whatever you want me to know about it uh, or you can go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com and you can uh, leave me hang on a minute is that going to work anymore I've forgotten which way around these website addresses are walkthepod.com will take you to the place where you can leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice um, rachelwheelieisfunny.com will take you to the place where you can join the Walk the Pod walking club which I very much recommend that you do the Walk the Pod walking club is a, a wonderful community of people who have joined up to share in um, daily walks with me and support the show and allow me to continue making this. Uh, and let's face it, I'm going to make it anyway, but it's really nice to have people along for the ride who are prepared to support the project. So go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com, which will take you to a place where you can sign up. that and if you go there and you're like well there doesn't seem to be an option here that works for me let me know i'll make a new one i'm about to create some new tiers for it so uh, all i need to know from you is what you want to see there thank you very much indeed for walking with me as ever i'm now i'm now sort of slaloming a load of sycamore branches that have been lopped off the nearby trees and are lying on the ground and um, it's been a very eventful walk one way or another. So take care of yourselves and I'll be back with episode nine tomorrow.